வெல்கம் டு கிரியேட்டிங் வெல் த்ரூ பேசிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் பாட்காஸ்ட் இன் திஸ் ஷோ வி வில் டிஸ்கஸ் அபவுட் பெஸ்ட் அண்ட் வர்ஸ்ட் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்சஸ் அபவுட் பேசிவ் அண்ட் ஆக்டிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் அண்ட் ஐ ஆம் யுவர் ஹோஸ்ட் ராமகிருஷ்ணா லெஸ் பிகின் த ஷோ டுடேஸ் அவர் கெஸ்ட் இஸ் டிம் வைட்டாலி ஃப்ரம் அப்சைட் கேபிட்டல் வெல்கம் டிம் Hey Rama thanks for having me. Yeah thank you very much Tim. A little bit about Tim. Tim Vitali is the founder and owner of Upside Capital based out of Charlotte NC. He's a AVP of finance for Fortune 500 insurance company and specializes in underwriting analysis and budgeting. Tim was born into a commercial real estate family and has owned rental property in the Charlotte area. He is also an active investor and syndicator in the Southeast USA. So with that Tim you want to add anything to your background uh no thanks yeah that's a pretty good introduction um i actually just recently quit that job uh as the assistant vp of finance for the insurance company wednesday was my last day so thursday as my first day as a full-time entrepreneur doing commercial real estate investing great and congratulations so how did you face out you know you were w2 quitting that w2 Yeah so you know I started transitioning out by starting with my education first right I I like to say that all the time is that the education is the foundation and through growing my network and being involved in the space I was able to have the opportunity to be part of a few multifamily syndications as a GP and you know that started a little bit of cash flow and you know I have a small nest egg that saved up and you know just took the plunge uh, essentially Uh, I see the momentum that I have and I see the opportunity that I have in front of me and I'm using this opportunity now uh to to use this for runway and just go all in in on, on commercial multifamily. So, uh incredibly grateful that I've had that position and I'm excited about the future. Really looking forward to growing my apartment syndication business um overall. And then leaving, you know, corporate corporate world, you know, working for a publicly traded Fortune 500 com- company as the AVP of finance. Uh the skills that I've learned from there are very transferable to multifamily. Uh because basically what I did all day was analysis and budgeting and income statements and balance sheets and applying that knowledge against commercial multifamily is invaluable because there's other people out there that don't have the same skill set that I do. And yes, a lot of people do have a finance degree or some kind of business experience, but when you have the ability to look at financials and you have the ability to look at different aspects of a commercial deal and and really know what kind of levers to pull in order to make a deal a deal and how you can get creative with things in order to see things that other people don't see is I mean, how you can't really put a price on it, right? So the the partners that I have uh you know we each bring something else to the table and that's definitely one of my strong suits is bringing the budgeting and the analysis side of things uh to the table for the operations of the deal and the underwriting of the deal because i mean everyone says you make money when you buy but ultimately you make money on spreadsheets and i specialize in spreadsheets um and you know i'm proud of that and i look forward to growing that skill and teaching other people how to do the same thing as well got it you're born into a commercial real estate family and how that is helping you personally tim yeah so my family up in connecticut owns a bunch of commercial real estate property um a lot of mixed use properties more popular up there where there's you know apartments on top and retail spaces on the bottom 
there's a couple, you know, residential multifamily peppered in there with duplexes and triplexes and quads. But really, the the benefit of that is I learned from a young age. It, you know, I was around it from a young age, and I was always around real estate. I mean, I was either working with my dad, you know, doing flooring, or you know, I've done roofs before with him and put up gutters and I mean a lot of stuff, a lot of handyman stuff that you know makes you more comfortable in that space because you've been around it for a long period of time. Meanwhile, there's some people that, you know, the only time they've ever set foot in a house is when they're going to rent it or, you know, when they bought it, but, you know, they have no idea what the inspector's looking at, but, you know, I just feel comfortable around real estate because of that experience growing up. Got it. And thank you. So, and would you share any of your breakthrough moments? The biggest breakthrough moment for me was when I realized I didn't have to find the deal. You don't have to find the deal in order to be part of a GP, you know, to have a GP percentage of a deal, I mean, of, of a syndication. You could raise money. You could be the analyst. You could do the due diligence. You can be the boots on the ground. And when I stopped focusing 100% on only finding the deal, then my opportunities, I mean, it just opened wide open, you know, just opened up in a big time, in a big time way. Because, you know, there's not that many deals out there. There, Yes, there are a lot of property for sale, but it's hard to find a good deal nowadays that's going to meet the returns for your investors. So the bigger network that you have and the more people that you know that are looking for deals and you are also looking for investors and other ways to bring value to the table of a GP syndication is ultimately the biggest breakthrough that I had that's going to be able to get you a seat at the table. Got it. So what is your investment philosophy, Tim? I mean, essentially, we're doing the Tim Bross model. You know, if we're buying something and 65, 70 cents on the dollar and structuring it with a 10 pref, uh, refinance after two years and then hold it for long term. I mean, ideally, that's the every deal that I look at. That's the lens that I'm trying to that's the lens I'm trying to look at it through, but not it's hard to find deals like that. So I also look for deals you know, that are more of a traditional syndication where 70% of the equity goes to the investors because, you know, you, you're not getting it at 65 or 70 cents on the dollar. Um, you know, so really at the end of the day, I guess you could say my philosophy in investing is I want to be able to buy a property, add value to it and refinance within two years. Um, and now I would have to return a minimum of 50 or 60% of investor equity by the end of two years to be somewhat attractive. Obviously, the higher percentage you can return, the better. But you know, I don't typically look at a property if I can just buy it and hold it for five years and sell it. There's not enough value add there for me to make money more quickly because you know it takes time to make money. Yes, but if you can force the appreciation and force the value of your property, then you're going to exponentially grow your wealth that much quicker. So that is always what I'm looking for. Always looking for value add, multifamily, self storage, mobile home parks. Uh, that we can refinance in two years and get back most of that investor equity and then sell after five to seven years or hold it long term, depending on how the market's going and what the cash flow looks like. And, you know, a, a whole a whole bunch of other things go into that decision. Got it. And so what markets you're focusing? Mostly the Southeast. Um, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. So anywhere in, in North and South Carolina. I like Chattanooga, Tennessee. I like... Uh, places in Alabama and Georgia. So pretty much in that greater vicinity, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee area. Got it. Yeah. So would you share a little bit more about your company's acquisition process, business plan and exit criteria? 
Well, I mean, on the acquisition process, I mean, it's just constantly networking with brokers and trying to find off-market deals and grow your network and people start bringing deals to you. So that's kind of what it looks like on the acquisition side of things. And, you know, we operate property that, you know, we want to be able to increase the value of the property with, you know, rent increases and, you know, we don't, we don't, we're not afraid of doing construction. So, you know, the first property that we closed in early August, you know, we bought 91 units for $32,000 a door. But we're putting ten thousand dollars per door into it, so we have a nine hundred ten thousand dollar renovation budget, um, and that property was fifty percent vacant. And we are about maybe six weeks into it now, and we fully turned, fully renovated one of the buildings. Uh, the construction crew that we have out there is absolutely incredible, and I, I love working with them. Um, so you know, we we forecasted that we were going to rent out these two bedroom one, one bath units at seven hundred seventy five dollars a unit. But we're actually getting $850 a unit and people are starting to move in this weekend, October 1st. Uh, so we're crushing our performa already. Uh, and we are looking at refinancing that property within two years. Uh, who knows? We might be able to do it sooner than that. And, you know, if we can do it in 16 to 18 months, you know, that just, uh, the velocity of capital is, is incredible there. So, you know, uh, super excited with how that, how that deal is developing currently. Got it. So which market is that? It's in Georgia. Okay, got it. Would you share any of your best real estate investing experience so far? I mean, the, hands down, the best experience is when you get that first rent check. Uh, when I bought my first you know, condo, uh, residential house in, in North Carolina, I was like ecstatic when I got my first rent check. And then I realized it wasn't scalable. And that's how I got into commercial real estate. Um, you know, So the second best moment was when you get your first acquisition fee and you start getting owner draws from properties that you own. Got it. Yep. Thank you. So would you also share any of your challenging experiences in multifamily space? A challenging time right now is just trying to work with brokers and, and sellers. I mean, the market is so hot and prices are through the roof and expectations are a little ridiculous. Uh, you know, for example, there's a property for sale right now that we bought at $110,000 a door. And we had to do $10,000 rehab on it. And, you know, on the exit price, we're going to look to exit at $140,000, you know, and, and that's how we're going to make some money. And this broker contacted me about this deal because he knows that we own property in, in the area. And he wants $140,000 a door and it still needs $10,000 of rehab. And I told him, I was like, look, man, I, I don't know. How do, how do I make money in this scenario? If we're exiting at 140 and you want to sell it to me at 140, and then I got to still put another $10,000 into it, you know, plus holding costs and acquisition fees. I mean, you're looking at being all in for 155 a door, you know, and market rents like 1200, 1300. So it just doesn't make sense. And I think that's kind of the hardship that a lot of people are finding right now. So when you do find a good deal, you got to jump on it, you know, ASAP because uh, the market's so hot, somebody else is going to come out, come out bid you pretty quick unless you get that contract. Got it. So which market is that, the deal you mentioned? It's in South Carolina. Okay, got it. And so what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now, Tim? Our current focus is we're closing a, a deal in Columbia, South Carolina on Monday. So we're getting that one across the finish line. Looking forward to sending out the, you know, the celebration email to the, all the investors uh, that we closed and we have the keys in hand and we'll start you know, doing our business plan on that one. Uh, second thing would be to close the other property we're working on in South Carolina. That one should be, you know, 
early October. So yeah, that, that's kind of what's going on right now. And you know, next week I'll be at Tim Brotz's Legacy Lodge for a, a week, basically like four day, three or four day mastermind events. And then on Friday, October 1st, I'll be down in Charleston for Jennings and Yaden Smith's, you know, they're doing a two day mastermind event. So Got a lot of travel coming up. Pretty excited about that. Looking to grow my network even more, build some relationships with people in person and just continue to grow. Uh, you know, I I think we're going to be at, I don't know, like 160 something doors by the end of October. And my goal is to have 250 by the end of this year. And then by the end of next year, I'd like to have a thousand. Got it. Okay. So what drives you for what you're doing? I mean, essentially right now, you know, I don't have any money coming in the door, you know, um, you know, I do have some small checks coming in and, you know, I have this nest egg of, of money that we're going to be living off of, but you know, what drives me right now is I'm literally in that sink or swim moment where, you know, we're, we're selling our house, we're living off the money that we've saved going all in on real estate. And, you know, hopefully by, you know, the next 12 to 24 months, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have plenty of property and, and have plenty of, passive income checks to support my lifestyle and really kind of harness that financial freedom that everybody craves, you know? So right now, you know, I'm just going all in and uh, betting on myself to make it happen. And, you know, we'll see how that works out in the next 12 to 24 months. Got it. Yeah. Cool. So any books that impacted your life and what way? Oh, hands down. My top three books are never split the difference by Chris Voss who not how by dan sullivan and starting with no from jim camp cool so how are you giving back to community well right now i have a facebook group that i like to put up value to people by education you know a lot of people reach out to me from the facebook groups that i'm a part of my first million group you know my first million deal room and my first million in multifamily group uh, as well as my own making moves in multifamily you know adding a lot of value to people because they don't have the skill set that i have with analyzing deals and analyzing numbers. So if I can help other people learn how to do that efficiently and correctly and help them create passive income, then, you know, ultimately that's a success for me. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And how can listeners can connect with you? Uh, Yeah, go uh, on my Facebook group. I'm incredibly active on Facebook, uh, making moves in multifamily, uh, or you can add me on LinkedIn. And lastly, you could go to my website, upsidecapitalgroup.com. There's a Calendly link in there where you can schedule some time with me. Uh, we have an investor portal. If you wanted to look at deals that we currently have, um, love to connect with people and help people out wherever I can. Cool. And thank you, Tim. Thank you. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for adding value to the show. Thank you, Rama. I appreciate it. Sure. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com thank you for listening creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast i hope you learned something from the show see you in the next episode thank you any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only as always please consult with your own cpa legal and financial advisor before investing